there. Welcome to the Poison Honey podcast, where we talk about the bitter truths of life with raw vulnerability, honesty, and we're a bit funny sometimes. So there's like a bit of humor in there. I am Mara Fay. I am your host. And today I have a nice special guest, um, Nadia. Nadia is one of my closest friends that I haven't seen in a year, <laughs> to be honest. And um, she is actually part of the original uh, Poison Honey Assembly. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited that she got to finally join me for an episode. And uh, we are talking about boundaries. Um, boundaries in terms of relationships with others. And uh, this actually came because we we reconnected after like a chaotic year for both of us. And uh, how we reconnected is that I uh, posted something and she reacted within a couple of minutes and I've been trying to get a hold of her. Um, so I finally sent her a message like, can I call? And I call and we get to talking and I tell her what happened. And she tells me a similar thing happens to her. And then, you know, at the end of the conversation, I was like, let's just do an episode on boundaries. Why boundaries? Um, and because historically, um, it's been a kind of hot topic for us, setting boundaries with others, especially um, romantic involvement, whether that be serious or relationships or situationships, um, boundaries have been a thing. Um, they were both very giving people. And in the past, <laughs> we gave too much of ourselves and we let people get away with things that we no longer do. And I think it's very important for everyone to have healthy boundaries uh, with others, to be it romantic relationships or maybe your family. Uh, just in general, I think boundaries are a very healthy thing um, to be able to show, uh, you know, until here and no further, um, to be able to uh, demand in a sense, respect for yourself and um, what you want and just how you want to be treated uh, in general. And I, for me, it's very important um, part of my mental and emotional health to be able to put those boundaries because I've noticed in the past um, when I let people go over my boundaries, that it affects me really heavily emotionally. And uh, we don't want that. No, I mean, uh, we can have emotions, things happen. Um, you know, people will try um, different things. And I find that a lot of times uh, might not even have to do to you with you. Um, it's just that in general, we tend to just think about ourselves or most people just tend to think about themselves. Um, and that is why it's important for you to also think about yourself in a healthy way, think about what you want for yourself and set those boundaries, communicate those boundaries, 
uh, also again in a healthy way and a healthy communication for me um, is being able creating this environment that you can freely express yourself um, without judgment and uh, that the other person is also open for it. I'll give you an example. Sometimes uh, people want to appear that they're open uh, to talk, but just how they're coming in uh, the conversation is already closed off. So for example, if, if someone comes to me that they have already made up their mind, um, there is for me no point. Not anymore. In the past, I used to go into discussion with them. I, I wanted to know why. Still, I would try to maybe, in my mind, I would think, okay, there's still some saving grace or something like that. And with age, with time, with experience, um, I don't want to waste my time anymore. I don't want to waste my energy. Um, if someone has... Uh, for me, in my particular situation, this is why I'm taking this example right now. Um, if someone has already made up their mind um, about me, what is there to discuss? Because I am in no longer, but this is my boundary in this situation. Um, I am not in the business of convincing anyone to want me in their life. You ought to do or you don't. And if you come at me with, I don't want you, um, in my life, then for me, that's the end of discussion. It doesn't matter why that person doesn't want me in their life anymore. Um, all I can do is wish for the best for them. Um, so yeah, and, and it's taken experience. It's taken a lot of heartbreak, a lot of, uh, you know, crying and, and wondering why, why did they want me? What's wrong with me? Uh, etc and so forth um, to get to this point that I can say you know actually it doesn't matter your reason is yours and I will respect that um, but when it comes to let's now <laughs> talk it out and talk about why and all of these things I'm like yeah, this, what is this is a job review are you going to tell me why you fired me I'm not your um, so <laughs> that is a hard boundary that I've set for myself. Um, and I'm very proud of myself uh, for getting to this point. I'm also very proud of my friend Nadia um, for putting down her boundaries. And I'm really excited to share this episode with you. So without any further ado, here is the interview. Bye. Hello there, welcome to the Poison Honey Podcast. Today I have with me Nadia. Hello, everyone. <laughs> AKA Together, we're the original cast <laughs> of Poison Honey Podcast that yeah. never actually <laughs> aired as the original. <laughs> I'm here now. So that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So I have invited you here today. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we, first of all, we reconnected after like a year <laughs> of not seeing each other. Yeah. And then um, when we reconnected, uh, we both had this story of shit that happened to us that was pretty similar. <laughs> yes. 
always it happens always at the same time like when we reconnect we always go through the same shit like yeah always so as we were like talking about it and seeing as i've been doing the season two of poison Honey podcast and i've been uh lagging a bit on <laughs> recording actually recording the episode because life has been lifing um i was like oh this is a great idea for the podcast and then you were available and now here you are yes. Okay, so um, this is this is weird because now I'm interviewing you. You're in yeah. So, how have you been, Maria? Tell us your story. My story. Well, it has been a whirlwind. Let me tell you that. Um, I just got out of a relationship of six months with someone who's much younger than me, and um, it's my second love so the second love always hurts the most and there were a couple of times after you know we broke up that it's been a month ago where I wanted to be respectful and loving because you don't fall in love with someone just like that you know so there's still love and everything even though someone hurt you and disrespected you but, you know, you speak with love and kindness. <laughs> but there was a situation where he told me that he missed me and eventually ghosted me. Yeah. yeah. And I got fucking mad. <laughs> I got so mad. And I was like, I'm talking with love and respect. And I treated you so kindly because I forgave you. It's not my place to judge you or put fingers to you. Um but you're fucking with my feelings right now. And that's the point where I have to put a boundary. I wrote him a text, a super long text. Let me tell you, I we were meeting up that day and uh I texted him, like, what time do you want to meet up? No response. So I, two hours later, I call him. He doesn't pick up his phone. So I was like, okay. Okay, you've been testing me. You know, okay, okay. And I was done with school. And I didn't, still didn't get anything. No message, no nothing. And then I lost it. So I wrote a whole text telling him, what kind of bad person he was, the way that he treated me, even though I treated him with love and respect. Mm -hmm. And he got angry at me. And I was like, you know what? This is impossible. I told you what you did wrong and what it made me feel. And I felt like a queen because I was speaking from my heart. I was speaking from you know, my truth. Yeah. So that has been going on. Yeah, it's been going on, yeah. And you know, for me, similarly, I shared a story that um, I basically confessed my feelings mm -hmm. uh, to someone. And uh, yeah, it wasn't 
returned in the same way. And it hurt. It, it hurts mm-hmm. when you have a certain, at least for me, I know I'm, I'm a dreamer. So yeah, I had ideas, things that I wanted to do with this person um, and achieve with them. And to get such a harsh rejection, mm-hmm. um, it was difficult. Um, but at the same time, you know me as I've been going through this story <laughs> a couple of times already. And uh, for me, the boundary here was um, I'm not, I'm not going to beg anyone to want me back. I've never beg someone to want you. Are you joking? Bitch, please. Oh, <laughs> how do you beg? Like, are you crazy? Do you know what you're letting go? Nah, it's not, it's not as pride. <laughs> it's pride, baby. Oh, I, you're never going to see me back. There's, there's, there's been times where I feel not in this particular situation, but there's been times where I feel like uh, when I talk about this a lot is traumas Mm -hmm. that out of trauma reaction, especially I have like a, um, I think like an abandonment uh, type trauma Mm -hmm. um, that in the past I would have reacted a certain way. I would have wanted to understand why exactly they don't want me. Um, Is there something that I can change? And what is really funny is that this person said, well, um, I said why rhetorically. I didn't really ask why, but they they thought they're gonna answer the why anyway. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, okay. But in that, and they're trying to answer the why. They were like, well, if I tell you why, then you're gonna try to change, and da 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 da. And for me, the moment that I was proud of myself is when I read it, um, and I was like, well, no, <laughs> I have no intention no. of changing. Um, and, and that for me was, for myself, a full circle moment. Um, and I was like, wow, I, I'm, that's like hardcore proof for myself that I'm give, getting over this particular trauma mm-hmm. of being left. Um, because even though I'm a naturally curious person, so I, I, that's why I, that was my first thought, like why? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized it wouldn't matter what the why was because uh if you don't want me as a person i'm sorry this is this is who i am yeah then you're not the person for the other one yeah you know and that's fine exactly but it's like most of the time it's like the aftermath moment the my end times is like disrespect or weird behavior from from the other person like you're like, dude, you are confused. You are insane. You're like not here. It's your problem. Don't make your problem. Don't project it to me. Yeah. No. I'm gonna try. Ooh. I'm not even just with that. I don't know. I have like a natural like. Yeah. And now it's like your half has light and I don't have light. <laughs> yeah, I think like this. I might be able to fix it a little bit. We're on a low budget. People. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's the fun stories that you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
30 something women <laughs> going through hell. <laughs> so again, that, that was for me, my lesson uh, that I learned. And um, each time that I ask someone why, and we go into a discussion about the why, I end up feeling like I'm begging the person to want me, even though that's not my intention. Um, what was your lesson in this situation? Um, my lesson that I think mm, that's a good one. I think I'm still learning. I think one of the things that's very tough for me, I have the same abandonment issues. Like I would beg someone not to leave me, even though I knew that the person was so toxic. I would take that. I would swallow everything mm -hmm. and I would go through. But I think the whole lesson is to be, it's fine to be alone and in peace mm -hmm. and I will make it on my own and I will find something better. I think one door's closed and the other one opens up and probably yeah. it's going to be better. But you see a lot of this, like the way that you act in relationships are things from childhood traumas. Like I do feel from my childhood that I got abandoned, but also like I couldn't say anything. I couldn't put boundaries up because, oh, you're my mom and dad. So I have to listen. That's one thing we don't Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like the, the, like I couldn't stand up for myself. Like, like business-wise or like work-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm a tough cookie. Mm -hmm. Like I can tell you, like, fuck off. But with family and relationships, you know, it's not that easy. Not that easy. And for me, standing up at that moment, in that situation, let me see, I grow so much. Even though I did it respectfully. I said, fuck off, respectfully. Yeah. And the other person doesn't really get that. But I do think also because of the age difference, you know, you projected on something like I just, you know, I told him to be embarrassed for who the fuck he is. And he should be into the mirror. And the only thing that he looked on was being insecure. And he's like, I'm 0.0% insecure. Are you joking? I told you you have to be embarrassed of the person you are. Are you reflecting on insecurities? So what I said at that point about the insecurities, I now know that the choices that he made or looking for different women mm -hmm. was because of the fact that he's insecure. Yeah, because otherwise you otherwise would react on that exactly. particular thing. Yeah. I told, I, I, it was like so weird. And I was like, ah, okay, I made the right decision. <laughs> but it takes time. I think in everything of healing and, and putting up boundaries, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. And sometimes you're going to fuck up. And sometimes, we're yeah, we're human. You know, people fuck up. In every form, shape, or way. Yeah. But that's fine because we learn from that. That's really interesting that um, they will react on, on, you know, like it's very trigger point. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me, you, you know what? The fun part was like, oh, I, I caught you. I caught you. <laughs> I now know you are insecure. You just, you broke your own hand. 
you you showed your color. Yeah, yeah. They don't think they're no. They don't, yeah, and it's like what you're saying now that you hit a point. Um, I feel like I did that even without trying because, as I said, I didn't even mm-hmm. say a lot back. Um, but it was clear through through their text back to me. And it's something that I felt in the last encounters with this person is that um, they kept asking me like the same questions. Mm-hmm. At one time, and they came back and asked me the same questions to see kind of like if, if the situation changed or something. And I was like, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm confused in my head. I'm like, why the fuck do you keep asking me the same question? And I'm going through a whole irritability thing in my own mind first before I answer someone. Um, but their answer confirmed to me that they, I don't know, they have like a list of things that whatever the, the person has to oblige to or, or format a terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Yes, I'm not. I'm not a fucking order you're making from China. <laughs> you know, I'm a human being. <laughs> like, how can you go into a relationship? Okay, you have to have these things. If you don't have these things, like you're a control freak. Are you insane? Okay, like no one, and it's not. It's not for a fact that people have not tried. Mm. My whole life, people have tried to. Because I look boxable for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is about my face that people think I can I can box this person. But if there's one thing about me, I may I may be soft-spoken. I may not always speak my mind in these things, but if there's one thing about me, you cannot box me. If it happens temporarily, I, I can I can temporarily go along mm-hmm. with it, but at some point I will I will rebel. Exactly. Against so I know that about me, and um, uh, so, so I did wish them, you know, good luck finding whoever checks all your. Yeah, boxes. but yeah, exactly. But if if you're not the person that they want to be with, like you know, good friends, do you boo boo? Like who cares? But don't be mean. Don't be nasty. Don't be reacting because of your frustration of the fact that now you're not begging them to stay. <laughs> no, it's move on freely, freely, or go not. like a bird. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ciao, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I don't know. And then I don't know. Do you expect me to react more? I don't know. Who knows? It's gonna be like <laughs> chapter two, and I'm gonna be like, I miss you. I want to see you again. It's so hard. And I'm like, nah. I mean, don't call not me. not without a conversation, like a proper conversation. Yeah, but you know what? Let me tell you. In my case, yeah, in your yeah. case, like in my case, to have a proper conversation, you have someone who will understand whatever you're saying. My way I told him and it was like in Dutch it sounds so much better yeah but I said you know uh talking to you is uh mopping the floor and leaving the sink on I translate it yeah uh, 
it's dynamite to crack over. Like honestly, like it doesn't go nowhere. We're gonna have conversation, but it's it's not gonna come. It's going nowhere. It's going yeah, nowhere. It doesn't case. Ha- it doesn't have. But I know for sure that this person is going to come back. <laughs> this person is going to come back. And then, you know, if you could have that conversation mm-hmm. and let them know, show your boundaries. Like, it's a good thing to let go of. Yeah. But now it's like it's not a point, but it's like a yeah okay you know yeah, it's yeah. like you, you can't what have what really is that dot and comma what do they call that I don't know. <laughs> a dot and a comma you have the, the one with the dot and the comma at the bottom i don't know anyway i don't know anyway it doesn't matter it, it moves on yeah anyway comma or the dot and the comma <laughs> whatever yeah I, I do i do feel and i do feel like for my side the conversation is not on even if that's just like there's a friendship coming or something. Um, I would really like a friendship actually, if, if even that's all we end up at. Um, but the conversation is not done. But I was like, especially with the, after the last psycho <laughs> that I had the situation with. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. I'm gonna I was, you. That's gonna be a whole. No, we're not gonna give them all the power. <laughs> but oh my god! After because with that the, the one before, um, we had this back and forth, and we were writing long texts, and then just like debating. I don't know what because I knew that he didn't want me that way from the get go. Um. And then, like, I knew it before he said it to me, then he said it to me, then, you know, we kept getting naughty anyway. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I can't do that long no. term. So I told them I can't do that and why I can't do that. Um, but I feel like they used my own feelings against me. And, yeah, and then I was, I was in that circle and I was like, one thing we're not gonna do is get into no type of circle of texting back and forth about this. Like, so that was, I'm not gonna lie, those texts were so, so long. That's, That's like crazy. It's like a whole book. No, it's like the, the Bible. crazy thing is this other person that, that, that we're talking about right now, the, the, the last one, the text was almost as long as the other one, and I was like, "Well, and we're not doing it." We're not going to do that. No, no, no. I no, 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 no. My lesson. <laughs> not going to do it. No, I mean, you come to me with up face to face. Um, you know, let our our, our hearts do the talk or or whatever, but face to face. But what I found is, um, with the previous guy one, I'm going to call him guy one and two guy two. <laughs> I won. Um, what happened is on text there was like this long this and that, and then in person when we we're having this conversation, he couldn't even look me in the eye. You know what I mean? So guy two, <laughs> if they want to talk, they want to come talk to me in my face, mm-hmm. right? Look me in the eye. <laughs> Why we're not. <laughs> We're not doing this over text. No, no. That was my conclusion. That's why I can't. 
from my side. Yeah. But you know, like before this relationship, I was with the other guy for three years. I yeah. had a situation for three fucking years. And I was so afraid to tell what my boundaries were. And I was so afraid to tell him what I was feeling because I was so scared of losing him. And I knew he wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, we always know. Yeah, so. He was not good for me. Three years. No, but no, stop it. And I was, I was so convinced. I was going to marry this guy. I knew he was going to be my husband. Hey, it's not worse than five years <laughs> with someone that knew from the get go that you weren't even compatible. Oh, I was just basically using you. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, that's why I'm so proud of what, even though it hurts so bad, I'm so proud of what I've done and what I've said. And I can look in the mirror and be like, I, hmm, I'm a good woman. I'm a good woman. I'm an honest woman. Yep. This woman has boundaries. This woman has boundaries and has the power to say what she feels and even though there are consequences sometimes with saying what you feel it's something you feel and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. it's fine it's my truth so, so proud of you. thank you i'm so proud of myself <laughs> can you imagine like with the three-year situation i didn't say shit and now i was like hallelujah i know because i remember but again, because we go through the same, especially when it comes to relationship, we go to similar yeah. things at the same time. And when I was having the thing with guy one, mm-hmm. um, that I was texting him back and forth, you told me like, oh, I would never, yeah. I would never tell him how I feel. And I thought like, oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Because <laughs> I mean, relationship, as you've dated a lot more than I have, you know, a lot of times when, when people have they done something more than I have, I kind of like look to them for the opinion, right? And I was like looking to you, like, you know, especially with guys, because you know, I, you know, I also dated women, so I was like, "Am I doing this right? Do they want to know my feelings?" I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's good to say what you feel, and the point is, but if the other person is not receiving it. Like, it, it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. It's not going to get into their head. They're not going to understand you. And then it's a waste of time. It's a waste of breath. It's a waste of using your fingers on the <laughs> like this. Like, <laughs> are you joking? It's like, a waste of my tears. I'm dehydrated for a month. <laughs> you know, I cannot cry anymore. I cry so much. It's like the most pathetic thing ever. I was and then one day I was like, oh, it's not coming. No, it's not coming. Like, and they were like, moving on with their lives. I'm still trying to cry again. <laughs> Are you joking? I am such an ugly crier. I am such an ugly crier. No. This, the, the, how I got, how long it took me to get over this. Now I want to say I'm completely over it because it happened like a week ago. <laughs> but... Definitely, in terms of my emotional state, Mm -hmm. I noticed a growth within myself. Like, I wrote 
I wrote down what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was in my emotions, I didn't know who to turn to. Um, it felt like whoever, whether it was you or not a friend, mm -hmm. I would be bothering them with my feelings. And I'm like, just last year, I was bothering them already with some other person. And then the year before, I don't want to bother them again. It must be, you know, and it might completely be rational thoughts. But in that moment, I was like, who wants to listen to me? I don't want to listen to me anymore about this shit. Yeah, you know, but you have to talk about it. You know, you have to, even though it's the same story over and over and over again, that's you have to go through it. There is a yeah. certain stage of grief that you have. You're like sad, angry, and then you're going to start being sad again. And then you start <laughs> grieving. You're going to yeah. grieve this person. And for some people, it takes a longer time than the other person. But what I've learned is that if I feel emotional, I just cry. Yeah. Just do it. Let it out. Just get it out of your system. Because otherwise, you're going to... Put it inside your body, and it's gonna you gonna make yeah. sick and everything. No, definitely. I was yeah. trying to do my 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 exams. I was like crying at the bus stop. I was crying. People were like thinking, "What is wrong with this woman?" I, I was crying with doing my thing. I was crying in public. The couple of days before, I was in Amsterdam because on Wednesdays I have my test. And then when I left my dance class, I thought, I'm going to walk to the stage. If I'm walking to the station, going like high number, flying scrubs, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and there was this lady walking, and she was crying. And I recognized myself. Like, how many times I was walking in Amsterdam by myself, ugly crying, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to. And I noticed, I recognized the point here. She just passed some people and, and she halted her crying and she kept walking and then she was like, <gasps> you know, you keep crying. Like I recognize all of that because I have that, I don't want to attract people's attention. Like I just, let's be loving, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes people come up to you and they're like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> just let me be, let me cry. I just want to cry. Let me cry. I was in the bus and I had, it was like raining outside and I had sunglasses on and I was crying and I was like, what is this? Am I ever going to get over this? You are going to get over this. I'm going to tell you, you've got to get over this. But it takes time. Time is your worst enemy, but also your best friend. And it is true. It is true. <clears throat> for, for me, even with the, as you're saying about time, because mm -hmm. um, now I work. <laughs> basically where I was living before. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of people I don't really want to see, including guy one and, and, <laughs> and girl. <laughs> so I remember directly uh, Esther, the aftermath. Um, I was really, I was really worried about running into them and then these things. And now I'm walking around and I'm like, what if they see That's me? Great. That's great. <laughs> You don't own this city. Exactly. So I was here first. <laughs> but you know what? Let me tell you. The, the, my from my last relationship, my uh, ex, I work with him. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to see him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we met at work, and now the relationship is broken. He has a different. And I have to see him. Cool. Cool. 
times a week, you know, yeah. and that's going to be a difficult month. So my tip for everyone out there, don't fucking work. <laughs> don't do it. Don't look for us and that work. Don't do it. Don't think about it. If you think about it, take a shower. I don't know. Call yourself cold in the water. ocean. Cold water. Don't do it. Warning signs. Don't date at work because then you're going to get situations like this because it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Then you go uh, way faster through your grieving process. Now, yeah. you see it. Now I have to see it. Yeah. Knowing also, you have a different woman. <laughs> And everybody knows, and I have to stand there and I'm like, oh. And that's the thing. I think it's also in this case, yeah. Yeah. In some ways, it is. He is, in some ways, very mature. If you see, like, in in relationship wise, in, in. My situation was I knew he was younger, and it took a long time for me to get in a relationship with him. But I knew that. He has to make mistakes. You're, you're, he was 20. He was 20. Uh, I'm 29. So I know you're in a different state of life. You have to fuck up and make wrong decisions and learn from them. Well, at 30, I'm still thinking. Yeah, but for me, I was in a different place because I do want to have children and house and a dog and yeah, have that stable life. I had that. I made my fuck-ups. I did it. I still do fuck-ups, but it's a different way because yeah, you process it differently. They're at level two of Yeah, but you yeah. process it differently. Mm-hmm. And you see in the way that you process a lot of things that he is still young. And I tried to talk to him a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like, if you have a feeling you can't do this, you know, I will meet you halfway. And I tried so much to make it work. It wasn't the worst relationship because we had good times, but in some uh, aspects of the relationship, he is still too young. Yeah. And I cannot change that. And he proved himself that he couldn't change that. Yeah. So, I did my best. It only sucks when someone hurts you. And it would always suck. That sucks. If you go like uh, on on good terms, then it's But when someone hurts you and you have to see them at work, I'm skeptical about something ending on good terms. I'm like, does it really ever really end on such good terms? I don't know. It, It ends. And um, I, I can't imagine it will work either way, unless the other person is such a glass asshole that never really cared about you. Um, but for one person, at least it's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like the guy, like um, before my relationship, mm-hmm. the three-year situationship, I didn't know that he hurt me. Mm. I went through what did they expect after three years? <laughs> three years. Like, but the most painful thing was that he was in love with another woman. Uh, you know, another woman. I knew about her, but she lived in Turkey. So I was like, yeah, what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Turkey, yeah. Turkey. But I found out like he he texts her and calls her all day, and his family met her and she, he wanted to get married with her and get her to to 
to Holland, and I was like, "This heavy." That's in what? In what? Why are you why? doing with me? Why are you in my bag? Why? Why? What are you doing with me? Yeah. How can you hold me, kiss me, and do things so intimately with me while you're in love with another woman? Are you crazy? Ah, uh, no, 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 I couldn't no. get this about guy one. Mm. That. And you know, it was like intimate and passionate and everything. But then just to be like, oh, but you're not my type, that messed with me. You're like really messed with me. You have to be a certain type of thing. You have to have you are like a type because otherwise you're not getting along to someone. There's the energy connection won't be fitting. Yeah. Like, like what are you doing? Are you lying to yourself? Yeah. And then I noticed because I, I know I know that because he explained to me in great detail what his type is. And then I noticed in myself that when I saw girls on the street that were his type or closer to his type that Oh, that fucks me up. And and then I would feel some type of way and I had to like reprogram myself. Like it's not about the girl themselves. And I would, you know, realize and I'm like, oh yeah, they are gorgeous. And you know, I don't want to get like negative and start um being overly critical about these girls Mm -hmm. or you know, like trying to crack down down because I feel a certain way because yeah. he has a certain time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, they have they don't even know him first of all. <laughs> no, but if it, it, it yeah. messes you up because you have to compare yourself to yeah. two girls and you could never do that. You know, you say, oh, you have a different car and but that's like you know, the complaint about that's the emotional abuse. If you're yeah. a dickhead, you should, you know, die. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you should die. I mean, he's gonna die someday. Yeah. <laughs> that's a promise we can We're all gonna die someday. That's true. That's true. He's always a good man. Yeah. But that's that's cool. Yeah, like this is kind of unrelated to the boundaries topic now. But when did you realize, like, that you became conscious, like, I'm gonna die someday? I have no idea. Really? But it's a different podcast. I think about that sometimes, you know. I don't know. It's like some people have that moment, like, when family members die. Oh shit! It can happen. Well, <laughs> this is real. It's real. This shit is real. But I think I have like very young, like, like I keep feeling like, oh shit! Yeah, I'm not gonna get this long. I don't know. It's gonna like go forever. Fast. Yeah, I'm not gonna be. You know. Yeah, think about the Disney movies forever and ever. No, no, it's not going to be like that. Adults that also is like one. I don't know. It's like a matrix. I could never imagine. Yeah, that, that, that is literally a different podcast because I'm doing an episode <laughs> on adulting. That's like, I didn't expect this shit, bro. I thought it's going to be very different. I thought it was like Disneyland. <laughs> What's this shit? I feel, um, I feel wrong. No, <laughs> I, feel, yes, I feel wrong. Like someone punched a hole in my dream and everything just is like fucked up. But it's also happily ever after that. 
There is. I have not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a Google Alert. Oh no! I was. I'm gonna um, open up uh, Walt Disney's grave and then be like, "What is this?" You lied to me. You sold me something. This is not what I signed up for. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, honey, I have to. You have to go. I wanted to round it off. I right yeah. Um. So as a round off thing. Uh, what do you want to give the audience in terms of setting boundaries for yourself and in terms with other people and uh, access boundaries? Boundaries. Okay. So um, my message is that when you feel the strength and the power to tell, you can always come from out of love and from out of respect and tell people. Uh, what they need to hear and be okay with that and sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's not but if it's not at that point if you can't say it then that's also fine because you have to learn you have to go through a process um yeah and time 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 heals. Time heals. Time will tell. Exactly. <laughs> time after time. Time after time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, talking about time, it is, this is all the time we have to say with Nadia. It's a short one. It's a short one. I mean, it's long enough because we have like 40 minutes of footage. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining me on the Poison Honey podcast. Thank you. Yeah, so much fun. You gotta go more often. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be an episode two. Yeah. So, okay. Boundaries. Stick to it. Set your boundaries. Take your time to learn. Um, Take your time to heal. Um, But you'll get there. And on that note, until next time on the Poison Honey podcast. Hello. Hello.